the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Unite IE Radio, the radio show for the most important political office, that of the private citizen. My name is Greg Britton with the Redlands Tea Party Patriots, and I'm joined in studio by my co-host, Don Dix. This is the uh, second part of an interview with Jennifer Zhang from China, now here working with Epoch Times, and he has an amazing story, and we, we won't cover all of it in the second part, but if you missed last week's interview with her, I would strongly encourage you, not because of Don and I, but because of the story, to go back and listen to it on the podcast at am590theanswer.com, because it's really an amazing story that we cannot go back over the whole, the whole, her whole story in this part. In short, she was born in China. She grew up in, uh, steeped in communist indoctrination, believing in the Communist Party. After some medical problems, she started a meditation called Fulongong, and which the Chinese regime deemed to be a threat and query why that they were upset with people who are meditating and was thrown into a Chinese labor camp where she was horribly tortured, made to squat in the sun for 16 hours or stand in her cell just motionless for 16 hours reciting camp regulations until finally you would have to, to get out, you would have to repent right along essay and even participate in torturing your fellow prisoners to prove that you're really, quote, reformed, unquote. And uh, we, we left off last week at, the, at basically at this stage of this. And I want you to go on and t- t- tell some of the other things of what they inflicted on you. They're making you knit. I, was, I read that as part of your story. Tell us about that. Yes, the labor camp, or why it's called a labor camp, because they force you to do slave hard labor. So every day from 5.30 in the morning, we were forced to do all kinds of labor. I think the majority of the labor I did in the camp were, is, you know, hand leading sweaters that were all exported to the foreign countries. So we were forced to work till midnight, no sleep, no rest, no, you know, Sundays or, or Saturdays, no holidays. So sometimes we were not given any sleep. Uh, over, uh, we had to work overnight so that our products could catch the plane for the you know for the next day for the United States. We were told, per, you know, the the police openly told us all our products were exported. So we have to ensure the quality. So that's why we could buy, you know, so many made in China cheap products. Mm-hmm. Most, many of them were made with tears and blood in the labor camps. How many, people, you say how that, many people are there uh, in, in yes. these labor camps? In, my, in the labor camp I was in, that's Beijing female labor camp. Before they cracked down Falun Gong, usually there were only somewhere between 100 to 200 person there. But after the crackdown of Falun Gong, there were nearly 1,000 in that one camp. So there were maybe, uh, I don't know how many are there, this maybe thousands of those sort of uh, camps all throughout China. So hundreds of thousands of people are working tirelessly uh, in the camp to produce those kind of products and in very, very appalling conditions. Mm. So sometimes people ask me, do you uh, miss your family while you were in the camp? I told them, honest, not. Because every day there are only two thoughts on my mind. One is, how can I uh, survive another day? Another one is, how can I achieve my quota today Mm. so that I can have one more minute of sleep? You know, in the camp, even after I use the toilet, I never dare to wash my hand. Because if I wash my hand, it's, it, they, it, they get wet. How, however you try to dry it, it's still dense, uh, damp. So with a damp hand, you couldn't knead at your fastest speed. So you couldn't achieve your mm. quota. Wow. 
Do you have any sense of how what percentage of the products that say made in China were made by slave labor? I can hardly say because there, I think, hundreds of thousands of such camps exist in China. But of course, there are also ordinary factories making same kind of products, but not in the camp. But one idea is in the camp, there's zero labor cost, so the labor camp actually had very very strong competition. Competitive position against other non-labor camp factories. So, we once made one hundred thousand、um, rabbits for Nestle. You know, the, the internet internet co-、uh, company、uh, headquartered in Swiss made coffee, very famous coffee. So, the labor camp only received maybe only five cents for each piece of the rabbits, but it need need needed. More than thirty procedures to finish that one piece, and over ten hours of work to only for only four cents of of the.、Wow. That's 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 given to the labor camp, not for us. Not for we you, received right. nothing. Right. But so who can compete with that kind、wow. of cheap labor? So the Communist Party is making profits off of slave labor. Yes, slave slave labor is part of it, and of of course organ harvesting. If they sell the body parts, they openly price them on the internet. So one person's all 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 the organs of one person can sell half a million U.S. dollars. That's incredible. Yes, and we're not talking about something that happened back in the dark ages. This is you know this is happening you know twenty years ago. Is it、yes. still happening today? Yes, yes, it is still happening today. I think several days ago, the China Tribunal, Independent China Tribunal in London, just released a legal document of, of their findings. It is still going on today in China against the millions of Falun Gong practitioners and perhaps also. The Uyghurs they held in the camp, also、mm-hmm. maybe the missing Hong Kong people. So, so who knows? And also we talk about there were over maybe a hundred university students in Wuhan city got missing. So, so it's very widespread because the money has go wild. Because if you can benefit profit a half a million from one person, why don't you do it if you have the power?、Mm. Do you have any sense? I mean. This is this is well established. This is what's going on, but across the entire West, there's essentially no one willing to talk to, talk about this and willing to call out China. In, 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 you know, you look at, look at how people will criticize Donald Trump for Ricky stuff. Gervais at the Golden Globe called out the hypocrites in the audience.、Right. Yes, but、uh, you know, it's, it's, I mean, the, 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 this could go on, and people just. It, I, It's business as usual, not only for for governments but for actual businesses. It's business as usual, and they're looking the other way. Yes, I. Some people ask me why not many so people are denying this. This is happening. I said it's very. For me, if anybody accepted this is happening, he or she is immediately、uh, faced with a moral. Responsibility and obligation. If this is happening, what do you should do? I think for many people, including many governments, they are not ready for this kind of moral obligation. We we stage the war against Iraq by years back when we believe they have mass weapon killing people. Right. But this is mass killing of human being for their organs. It's less evil. Than 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 the chemical weapons. Why don't we do anything? I、right. think that's very very sad to me. People are not up to the oblig- moral obligations and responsibilities. If you have more to talk about your experiences in the camp, go ahead. But we also want to get to how you got from the camp out of the country and here. Yes, I, I think I think the the price I paid to get out of the camp was beyond the imagination, and I couldn't uh, uh, I think tell all about them in such a short period of time. So in, I encourage people to read my book. I was nearly I think、uh, 
driven to the very verge of total mental collapse because I couldn't face my own consciousness of having to do all those things they want me to do. And on the other hand, of course, I can't do it. So sometimes I, I question myself. Sometimes I even feel I will go mad on the next minute. So the price, like my Chinese publisher later said to me, you wrote this book with your life. Mm. That, so, bo- that book, by the way, is called Witnessing History, One Woman's Fight for Freedom and Falun Gong, which is this uh, meditation process that you were practicing that ultimately resulted in you going uh, into this prison labor camp, arrested four times into the prison labor camp. And we've been talking about, sl- uh, you know, the, the slave labor. Donald Trump has been roundly accused for uh, for meeting with the president, the premier of China, uh, trying to negotiate trade deals. What is your opinion about uh, our current administration's attempt to normalize relationships with China? Is that a wise choice or should we relegate China to the back of the bus and not even deal with them and isolate them much like we've done with Iran? I think uh, the first priority is we should be really recognize the nature, the evil nature of the Communist Party and to recognize Chinese people's hope or Chinese people's knowing for a free China, uh, for a China without the Communist Party. Mm-hmm. So I think if we can help somehow to support the Chinese people make their own historic choice of getting rid of this party, that's the real thing, I think, r- that the West, not only America, not only President Donald Trump should do, but the whole world should help. Should unite. Yes, in this. to unite this, this to facilitate a new China without the Communist Party. I think that's the most important thing. Whenever whatever is good toward that goal, we should go to that direction. One of the, during the Cold War between America and the Soviet Union. Yeah, you talk about how many how many missiles and, and the superior economy. But I think that ultimately the key to our prevailing freedom prevailing over communist theory from the Soviet Union was that we won the battle of ideas. That Ronald Reagan was a, was perfectly willing to call where, where previous presidents had not, other leaders had not, was willing to call out the Soviet Union for what it was an evil empire. Now he still he still was willing to. They were an important country. He was still willing to, to sit down and negotiate with them, but it was from the basis of being honest about what they were. Yes, I think that's also very, very important. I think uh, with this administration, we've already, I think, moved uh, forward a lot from, you know, from the next, uh, the last administration when we, the majority of the, I think, mainstream mentality in the U.S. is to embrace in China. I think now that is no longer the case. So now uh, the mainstream, I think, mentality is to contain China. So at least we move a little bit forward from that. But I think it's not enough. We have not really, I think the first step we can do, like you said, to win the, 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 the war of ideology, of ideas, of information. Up to now, the Chinese Communist Party has the strict, strictest uh, control over the internet information, especially in the time of coronavirus. So they censored any negative information and they bring, they continue to brainwash the Chinese people. If the worst, I think we have the uh, technology and the capability there can somehow help to break away this so-called Great Firewall of China to help the Chinese people have free access to free information of mm-hmm. the West. I think that's uh, with, with very minimum cost, we can achieve a very great uh, goal. So this, this, this regulation that you speak of is a central part of China's control of the population. Now, in another new way, China has influenced the political dynamics of the world with this new COVID-19 virus. It comes from China. We want to learn more about what you know about what the real impact of this virus has been within China, since we're probably not getting the full story. Also, the protests in Hong Kong, they're literally... We could 
spend a day with you and to unpack everything that you've experienced. We're going to continue with Jennifer Zhang after the break with a message from our sponsor for this half hour. All-Star Collision, the place to take your car when you have an accident because they are truly the kings of wreck and roll. Back after this. Hi, this is Ed Hoffman with Summit Funding and host of the main event, Heard Weekends, right here on AM590 The Answer. By now, I'm sure you've all been hearing about the fact that mortgage rates have dropped a whole percentage point in the last 12 months. So what does that mean to you? Well, if you own a home, it means we can possibly, one, reduce your payment, two, pull out cash and pay off other bills, and then further reduce your payment, or three, we can possibly reduce the term of your loan and get your home paid off years earlier than you planned. If you're over 62 considering a reverse mortgage, the lower the interest rates are, the more money you get on a reverse mortgage. And if you haven't even inquired about a reverse, you owe it to yourself to investigate this tremendous financing option. So if you're thinking about any of these, the time to act is now. For more information, call me at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020. One last time, 855-640-2020. Or go to edhoffman.net and click on the Summit Funding logo. Ed Hoffman, NMLS ID number 590, the answer. This is Assemblywoman Melissa Melendez urging you to tune in to Unite IE Radio every Saturday afternoon at 4 p.m. on AM 590, The Answer. Welcome back to the Unite Inland Empire Radio Show, the show for the most important political office, that of private citizens. We're learning some very important information about uh, the adversary on the world stage called China, whether it's trade or now uh, a virus that's sweeping the world that comes from China, we don't fully understand necessarily because of the way that the Chinese government blocks information coming out. And then also the protests that unfolded in Hong Kong for four months that have now, as a result of the virus, have, have largely uh, been shut down. But let's start with this this virus. What do you know about the impact that this virus has had on China, how widespread it is, how many people have been impacted, possibly uh, died as a result. Um, give us what you know as a result of your continuing connection to people in China. What have you heard? I think the impact up to now is still very hard, actually, to fathom. We could say very, very huge. And uh, actually, the regimes, I think, whether they can survive this or not is a question now. Oh, really? You, you think coronavirus could actually bring down the regime? Uh, could be, uh, I think, could be a very, very, I think... The starting uh, point? Yes, starting point. Because, you know, we talk about the legitimacy of this party. This party no longer have the... In the beginning of the communist, you know, regime, they, they have this communist idea, ideology as their legitimacy. They say, oh, we are leading... Oh, Chinese people to rush into the heaven of communism. So at that stage, people believed in it. So people recognized the party. But after the Cultural Revolution, because the economy totally, you know, went went down, so nobody actually believed in the communist regime anymore, or the ideology anymore. So the economic achievement has become the only legitimacy for the party to stay in power. Mm. So this uh, epidemic in China, because now the whole nation uh, has been shut down virtually for two months, so nobody was working, so no GDP is produced, so the economic impact was so huge. That's why I think in March, although this is still not under control, the party is very eager to uh, to encourage everybody to go back to work because they know if this situation continues, their, econo- their economic situa- situation will be a disaster. And in terms of human life lost, we really... Had no have no idea how many died. Some say could be like dozens of thousands. Some say hundreds of thousands, because the party never tell you the number. Mm. And I think the world need to know is uh, why it get to such a bad point. It spread all over China. I think within maybe one month or so, and now within two months, it's over eight eighty. 
uh, countries in the whole world. But you know, in the beginning, when some doctors trying to warn the public, there is some some kind of of SARS-like virus diseases in Wuhan. We should you know try to uh, be alert. The government. Arrested those eight doctors and asked them to to write down some quarantine、uh, to say they were not spread rumor anymore. They suppress this this situation and they even hide the information to other、uh, experts inside China. So when I think when in December when they spread already. Uh, when the virus was already spreading very, very badly in the country, they didn't tell the public. They didn't tell the world that this is happening. So, and people were sick. People going everywhere to the to the city try to seek a, a, a treatment, and then spread the the virus everywhere. So, you know, in I think on the seventeenth of June, June, January, the U.S. still re,、uh, already re- realized something went wrong. So they set up checkpoints at three major airports in China, in America. But in China, one day after that, on the 18th of January, the government was still organizing a ban, a grand, grand banquet in which 40 million, 40,000 families that could be. Uh, 100,000 people attended a big gathering of it together to celebrate the Chinese New Year. The, and the government gave up, gave out 200,000 tickets for you to do some free travel to the sightseeing places. So this very irresponsible, you know,、mm. uh, uh, actions let the spread, let the virus spread out of control. We only have about four minutes left here with you, and as Don said, we could go on for hours and hours with your story and China and, and related matters. In addition to the price that you paid, now that you've gotten out and you now work for Epoch Times, and obviously not in,、uh, not favorable to the regime, you're, you're, you have family there, and they've paid a price. Yes,、um, my I was never allowed to go back to China. So even when my father was dying in twenty. Fourteen.、Uh, mm. I was not allowed to go back, and my mother was once denied、uh, her passport. Her passport got revoked when she wanted to come here to visit me, and、um, one of my sisters were, was also persecuted, and she had to hide in a, in a temple somewhere. And my other sister got also punished、uh, by the by the government. They demoted her from her position. They reduced her salary by several thousand yuan per. So all my family、uh, suffered the persecution because I'm speaking out here. So the the price is very high. To, it's a message to every、uh, Chinese outside the country of what can happen if you if you speak against the regime. We talked about the labor camps, the secret police, electric batons, the censorship. One of the other means of, of control is the social credit system. We have about two minutes left here, but but tell us what briefly what that is and how pervasive and controlling it is. Yes, I think the,、um, with the technology and equipment、uh, imported from the West, the regime is now having. Hundreds of millions of cameras set up all over the country. So everything you you do is is monitored.、Uh, so you, they they set up a social credit system. If you say something bad against the party, that's also、uh, accounted in your system. So if you don't have a good credit system, you may be not even allowed to buy a, a, a airport ticket. So the the control is. Worse than we we learned from,、uh, I think, 1948 in the novel. We we think that's a, that's a novel, but the reality is far worse because the technology is far reaching. They use、uh, big data. A, right. If you want a job, if you, if you want a promotion, you want to travel, you want to rent an、yes. apartment. All of those things depend on not just like here. You have an actual credit score based on your payment of debts. Yes. But that's based on your loyalty to the party. To the party. Yes, and if even if your family has your friends,、uh, could, could be all、uh, considered as part of your、uh, social credit system. If your family says something against the party, your your credit could also got deducted. Yeah, about one minute left, and I'm going to turn it over to you. 
what would you else would you like to say about your story or China or how we should re- deal with China? I encourage everyone to read two books published by the Epoch Times. One is called "The Nine Commentaries on the Chinese Communist Party." The other one is called "The Specter of Communism Is Ruling Our World." So, the first book is about the key history of China inside uh, of Communist Party inside China. The second one is about the communism. Communism infiltration of the free world, and we could see how badly the situation is. So that I think people can wake up to this evil of the communism. A lot of that is happening in our universities. And one more time on your book. Yes, witnessing history: one woman's fight for freedom and Falun Gong. And subscribe to Epoch Times E P O C H dot com. For more information and ongoing news about China, great to have you with us, Jennifer. Thank you for being courageous and for informing us. Thank you, Thank Jennifer. You. Thank you for having me. Unite IE Show continues after the break. Hi, everyone. This is Ed Hoffman with Summit Funding and host of the main event, Heard Weekends, right here on AM five ninety The Answer. For those of you that are sixty two or older and haven't taken the time to inquire into a reverse mortgage, here are some great reasons to consider one. One, you don't have to make monthly mortgage payments unless you want to. Two, a reverse mortgage can supplement your retirement income and allow your retirement savings to last longer, which will save you money on taxes or possibly allow you to delay taking Social Security benefits, which will increase your benefit when you do. Three, when you finally pass on, your kids inherit the home and the equity in it, along with the money that is accumulated in your bank accounts from not having to make monthly mortgage payments. Four, no prepayment penalty if you decide to sell the home or refinance out of it. And the biggest reason, it's your equity. Use it when you want it. Interest rates are low, which means more money available, so if you've inquired before and it didn't work, it may work today. Calling to find out more details is free, so call me at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020, or go to edhoffman.net and click on the Summit Funding logo. When you're in an auto accident, you want quality repairs done as fast as possible. All you need is All-Star. For 20 years, CarStar, All-Star Collision, and Corona has delivered quality work and customer service with honesty and integrity. So when the inevitable happens to you, all you need is CarStar, All-Star Collision. 951-279-9161. Mention AM590 and get a free rental car for up to five days or $100 off your repairs. CarStar, All-Star Collision, the kings of wreck and roll. 951-279-9161. AM590, the answer. Welcome back to the Unite Inland Empire radio show, the radio show for the most important political office. As the world hangs a closed for business sign on its doorstep, I guess all those aliens that are eyeing the world will just have to hold off another week or two or maybe three in order to continue its study of the human race, because the not just the pandemic of COVID-19, but the hysteria accompanying it is spreading through every corner of America right now. And the country that we suspect is largely responsible for it, we just heard from Jennifer Zung, the part two of our interview with her, where she talked about the uh, origins of the coronavirus and what the Chinese government did in order to, uh, you know, not let us quite know what was going on. Now, Corey, whether if if they had a more honest and open Chinese government, because uh, when the first reports were coming out, they suppressed them. They, they didn't. They did not want to hear the news that there was a new disease in the province uh, or in the city of Wuhan. And if they had been more open, they have been. Oh, we have a problem here. Let's let's address it. Could this thing have, Could this thing have been contained at that point? And right. uh, we'll never know, but it's a lesson for the future because this is probably not the last new disease that's going to burst on the scene, whether it's naturally caused or man man caused. And uh, so it's, it's important to jump on these things immediately and get the and let other health authorities know, hey, we have a problem here, we have a new disease, be on the lookout, and take and take the precautions and do the quarantines initially. And, I, and just going off on, on the kind of side is way back when the AIDS epidemic started, th- for political reasons, they would not shut down the gay bathhouses in San Francisco and New York where this thing really got going and really got spreading. And if they had had the political you-know-whats to do so, 
potentially many hundreds of thousands, maybe maybe millions of people wouldn't have gotten that disease. Interesting. But, yeah, that's a great that's a great point. Um, and I'm not nearly, honestly, Greg, Greg, I'm not nearly as concerned about COVID nineteen as I am about Covfefe sixteen, otherwise known as TDS or Trump Derangement Syndrome. That one we still don't. It's been it's been circulating through the United States. Massive amounts of people have been infected by it, and there is still no known cure or vaccine. That's the one that concerns me the most. Well, yes, and it's 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 a down it's, it's a spiral downward where you you eventually <laughs> lose all rational thought. That's right. Yeah, you completely lose the ability to think. And I think rational thought that's a great place to to really launch into a deep dive of what's really unfolding. Because of course, you know, we just had the, the Super Tuesday, the election here. That was big news. Um, apparently. There is no investigation going on right now, so we don't need to talk about that. The big news, of course, is the coronavirus, the response to the coronavirus by uh, the president shutting down travel from Europe for 30 days, uh, from continental Europe, by the way. And I don't know if it's because they Brexited, but <laughs> England, no travel ban. That, I thought, was kind of interesting. Hmm. Um but the, there's a politically correct side to this virus that I think uh, I, I'd like to address, at least in the beginning. And that is that if the media hadn't been so concerned and infected with their Kofefi 16, they might have they might have abandoned the political banter of uh, of this uh, of this virus and focused on the real health issues, because when it first emerged, we were being told. This is the China virus. This is the Wuhan virus. This is the China Wuhan virus. And now the media seems most concerned with the fact that that now has become a bigoted and racist thing. And anybody that says China and COVID-19 in the same sentence is now labeled a bigot. That is what is most concerning the political left in this country. Well, that I think maybe even a greater concern than that is how to politically exploit this to harm the economy and to hurt and to help try to defeat Donald Trump. They don't care. I mean, they would be happy to see, and we'll see how bad how bad both the disease ultimately gets. Although it looks like it's not it's not going to be a um, you know the the, the the fortality rate is not going to be what it initially appeared to be that uh, as that you, as you look over a broader range of people that contract the virus, and then not everyone gets the virus. There's a lot of people that are going to contract the virus, but they're not going to have, show any symptoms, or the symptoms may be mild, it's more equivalent to a cold or maybe even flu. And there will be some that will, some that will perish, and mostly people that are either elderly or already have health problems. But also right. the, the the economy is and and for it, it's self reinforcing. So when Don, and I'm not saying it's a bad move, but when you say when you when you shut down all air travel to Europe for for a month, then people go, oh, this really is serious. Maybe I right. shouldn't maybe I shouldn't go out to eat tonight. Maybe I shouldn't go to the movies tonight. Maybe I shouldn't go shopping today, and so on. Maybe I maybe I should stay home from work today, and so on and so on and so on. And and, and it kind of it kind of snowballs, and we'll see. I mean, I was I was joking because I, I think it, I think it is way overhyped. The health risk of this is maybe that would that might make a good epitaph on my tombstone. You know, he said it was overhyped. <laughs> well, Joe Biden certainly is taking advantage of it because in a campaign speech he delivered via remote feed in a self-quarantine zone, he made sure that the world knew that he will survive this coronavirus just like he did survive the Black Death back in the 1300s. Joe Biden wanting to make sure that we know that he's been around um, he's been everywhere, and another gaffe from Joe Biden. Yeah, I mean, Joe, I mean, Joe Biden has the same level of survivability as um, rats and cockroaches, which is pretty huge. Yeah, I think. I mean, they, they, those things are always around. Right, they are. And uh, cockroaches, uh, you know, Joe Biden said, you know, he got experience with those crawling all over his lap when he was, uh, yeah. you know, a lifeguard. He right, said, yeah. uh, you know, all those little cockroaches. Yeah, I, I, think, I, think, I think he liked the feel of them walking up the hairy, his hairy legs. 
He did indeed. And if you want to really get a sense of now, I, I, I agree with you. I think this thing is overhyped. I think it's being used. And, and let's let's have a serious, uh, you know, deep dive into the real world implications of the reaction versus the virus. You know, I got to thinking about this as the uh, president announced the travel ban to Europe. Now we have sports leagues, everything from the NCAA shutting down March Madness team sport, you know, attendance. They're still going to have the games, but there will be no spectators, which is going to be weird. Right. Um, the uh, NBA, the NHL uh, events from coast to coast are being canceled. Um, even CNN is having a problem because with no one left in the airports, their ratings are tanking because that's the only place that people watch CNN. So now there's nobody left in the airports to watch CNN. So their uh, entire viewership is is tanking. What? But I. In fact, you know, on that same subject, I, I I read on the on one of my favorite news sources, Babylon B, that uh, airport mm-hmm. revenue is actually soaring because they've given passengers the option of paying extra to not watch CNN. <laughs> exactly. So, the, but the real world implications of all of this hysteria, um, I think this is going to be the as of yet untold part of this. When you begin to modify people's behaviors, right now people are being encouraged not to travel, uh, not to attend events. People are going to be begin to rediscover other aspects of life that in the frenetic pace of the last three years, for sure, probably last 10 years, people have been leading lives that have been uh, just so caught up in the move forward. I mean, there's no doubt about it. Technology as it is has increased the pace of life. With this travel ban, with the way that the uh, world is really, there's a sorry we're closed sign that's hanging on the world right now. I'm wondering what the recovery from this is going to look like. Is there going to be a new normal? Will people rediscover aspects of life that they uh, left behind unwittingly because they were in pursuit of something bigger? So as families reconnect over dinner, they don't travel, they, uh, they discover uh, new activities like reading, uh, family time, game, bo- you know, board games. Will there be a new normal as we emerge from what will eventually be the passing of this COVID pandemic? What will be the new normal? That's that I think is an interesting thing to contemplate uh, going forward. Because how long does it take to develop new habits, Greg? I think it's like three weeks. So if people are locked into their houses or a uh, or uh, adjusted travel, um, work-related stuff. I mean, there are companies. Didn't Google just say that he, that they were considering having a hundred thousand employees work from home? I mean, what are the real-world implications of this adjusted lifestyle that people are going to have to encounter? And then, will there be residue from that? Will there be a new normal? Interesting question, and one that I had not even considered until you just raised the issue. Uh, I would have thought, yeah, people will just, it depends how long it lasts. If, if, if 30 days from now this is receding and it looks like that it's not the big deal that people are trying to make it out to be, as I saw one meme, it's not a pandemic, but rather a dem panic. Yeah, that's very good. <laughs> I like that. I and steal it, that. Yes. Yeah, I, 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 people, you know, people will, will probably fairly quickly go back to to the way they were. But maybe not. You know, maybe they. You know, working from home. I mean, there are, there are reasons to work from home, separate apart from the uh, from the from the uh, coronavirus issue. Is if you can, if you can do it, and your, the nature of your work is such, why? Get up, get dressed, and trans your, in tra- whether it's a half hour or an hour or longer to get to work and then repeat the process coming back if what you're doing is you're sitting at a commuter monitor typing away or doing so, you know, something that you can do just as well at home. And you can, with modern communication, you can also, you can video, telephone, text right. all your, 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 your colleagues. And yeah, I, that made me very well sense. I, I, I live about seven minutes from my office, but unless I'm, unless I'm meeting somebody or have to do a whole bunch of document preparation, I, I, I work from home. And I've already heard you coming in. You know, speaking of uh, commuting, I'm already hearing from people that commute regularly down the 91. And people are already saying that the traffic is that enough cars have been removed from the 91 that the commute into Orange County has returned to, you know, 
20 year ago normal uh, versus, you know, what we've uh, what we're accustomed to now, which is a two hour commute. So, you know, are enough people going to modify their behavior that those traffic jams on California freeways will disappear for forever or for a while, uh, significantly for a while? I know right now we have the. I, I don't know if you've seen these commercials. You're not you. You don't live in Riverside County. I do, but the Riverside uh, County uh, Transportation Organization that kind of helps with the development of a lot of these freeways is starting to run commercials to begin to get people used to the need for additional sales tax, so that they can raise additional revenue to add additional lanes and carpool lanes. We're already seeing these ads, and one of the ads features firefighters that are talking about the risk to lives that crowded freeways present when they have to travel on freeways to go answer a call. So those commercials are airing and they're airing because they're getting ready to put a sales tax increase on uh, before the voters. So, you know, will will that completely undo the need for additional construction? I mean, there's a lot of things. One thing I want to bring up, and we talked about this when we were doing our show prep, is the fact that there's a national security issue that has gone largely unnoticed that the COVID-19 virus pandemic is exposing. The, uh, the And that has to do with the fact that China uh, could weaponize our dependence on pharmaceutical uh, products that China uh, manufactures a large part of the uh, pharmaceutical industry. Uh, in fact, the Department of Commerce study found that 97% of all antibiotics in the United States come from China. That is a startling statistic that 80% of the ag- ingredients that we use to make various drugs within the United States also come from China or are outsourced to other nations that we really can't control. That is a recipe for disaster. And like so many things in the Trump era, Greg, the the, the protective coating on all of this stuff is being peeled back. And we're beginning to see how we were sold out over a 20-year period to China uh, and, and other trade agreements. That's very scary. Yeah, it's not, and as more than as in like with 70,000 factories closed between 2000 and 2016, and the ruling class didn't bat an eye right. over those lost jobs and the devastation it imposed on a lot of communities and cities and towns across the country. But let's, let's take a pause here and hear from our sponsor. For this half of Unite, i.e. radio, All-Star Collision. The place to take your car when you have an accident because they are truly the kings of rock and roll. Back after this. When you're in an auto accident, you want quality repairs done as fast as possible. All you need is All-Star. For 20 years, CarStar, All-Star Collision, and Corona has delivered quality work and customer service with honesty and integrity. So when the inevitable happens to you, all you need is CarStar, All-Star Collision. 951-279-9161. Mention AM590 and get a free rental car for up to five days or $100 off your repairs. CarStar All-Star Collision, the kings of wreck and roll. 951-279-9161. AM590, the answer. This is Senator Mike Morrell asking you to tune in to Unite IE Radio every Saturday at 4 o'clock. On AM 590, The Answer. Welcome back to Unite IE Radio, the radio show for the most important political office, that of the private citizen. And we're like Rush Limbaugh. Our talent is on loan from God. Albeit the macro loan department. <laughs> I love your sense of humor. I, I want, I, before we tile into, into the next subject, I want to circle sure. back to Jennifer Zhang. And she was... The first half here, if you didn't hear that, go to get it, the podcast. And our first half of the interview with her from last week is, again, available on the podcast. And it's, it's, it's quite the story of what's going on in China and what she had to endure. And she was at our meeting as well. I haven't posted the video of that yet, but I, but, but I will. You know, we think we have a, t- you know, we have a hard battle, political battle here, and, and we're doing our best to try to keep America great, free, and prosperous. But what? She had to endure for what she believed, and she described the torture that she went through. 
and ultimately what you had to do to get out of there, which involved to show your real that you really and truly have reformed in the in the minds of the Chinese government, is she had to participate in torturing other members of Falun Gong to show, yeah, I really have cha- I, that I really have right. changed. They that their system. I mean, the, the level of courage and fortitude is so far beyond anything that any of us have had to have been called upon to do that I, I just I, I just great, I greatly admire her for what she's done and, 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 for she, and the stand that she's taking against this regime that people around the world have, have chosen to ignore. The evidence, and there was just a commission that added further evidence of this, uh, of the Chinese forced organ harvesting program where they are killing prisoners and not just not just not just criminals that will be bad enough people that were convicted of serious crimes at one point they tried to claim that they were, they were this were just death row inmates but then the numbers didn't add up for that and when you can go over there and i and you can go in and you pay the money you fly over there and you get an organ within days whereas here it can take six months a year or more before you get before an organ is ready once you're in a position that you need one the evidence is the evidence is overwhelming that they are the government there the regime there is engaging in killing prisoners including prisoners political prisoners and prisoners of conscience to harvest and sell their organs and the rest of the world has chosen to ignore this. And I would actually, uh, while well, I'm a great, strong Donald Trump supporter, is when you go and you pretend that G- G- President Xi of China is somehow a normal person that you can deal with. Now, yes, he's, yes he, I mean, that, that you can carry on with and be friendly with. It would be like if, if there had been a negotiated resolution of World War II. They left the Nazi regime in power, and you could carry on, and yeah, you know, they, they, you know, and 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 have a summit with Hitler and be on friendly terms with him. No, or Joseph Stalin, or any of these great monsters of history, and Xi Jinping is at is he's at that level. He hasn't quite killed the tens of millions of people that previous communist regimes have, but this systematic torture, the use of slave labor. Interestingly, the Communist Party is making a profit off selling goods made by slave labor and by selling organs from prisoners that they've killed. You know, it's interesting you should bring that up because I just read an article about the probability that lungs are being harvested from those same prisoners um, in response to the need for uh, for this to to deal with people who have and are dying from, uh, you know, the Wuhan virus. National Review, two days ago, title of an article, China Credibly Accused of Organ Harvesting Atrocity. American Greatness, which is a brand new, uh, relatively brand new website to me. It's a great but one. It's like, but it's one of my go-to websites right now because uh, Ned Ryan, who wrote a book about the Republic, uh, is just everywhere. I mean, he, he's regularly on Tucker Carlson, uh, somebody I think that people need to start paying attention to. But America Greatness, title of their article, Evidence, China Executes Political Prisoners to Harvest Organs. The Sun Fears China is Executing Muslim Prisoners and Harvesting Their Organs to Treat Coronavirus. And it goes on and on, even in even NBC now, uh, featuring articles uh, of the same. So it's interesting that I don't know if it's just because we talked to Jennifer that now this is something that's, uh, you know, my awareness has been raised on it. So now I'm seeing those articles, whereas before I might have passed them over. But I'm I'm seeing these. These are new articles and, and a, a bunch of them from 2019. You're right. I mean, there's there's one aspect of foreign diplomacy that requires that you put on a happy face when you're dealing with world leaders like Donald Trump likes to do with, uh, you know, North Korea's dictator, what he did with uh, Xi Jinping in China. Um, th- I, I get that. I understand that. But then there's a very real what happens when you're sitting down at the negotiating table and these human rights travesties and even. Remember not too long ago when the Golden Globes, when Ricky Gervais was ridiculing some of the people in the audience for, on the one hand, 
um, you know, talking about human rights. But then on the other hand, dealing with China, which engages in this behavior, he called them out for their hypocrisy. And you could see the uh, uncomfortableness in the room as he did that. The, the political left is if it weren't for double standards, they wouldn't have any standards at all. And I think it's important that we have standards. And in dealing with China, this is an issue that needs to be front and center. Absolutely. As we talked with Jennifer about it, Ronald Reagan met with the leaders of the Soviet Union. and at the, But he also, and outside of any discussions or negotiations with them, told the truth about the nature of the Soviet Union and that it was the evil empire. And right. winning that battle, and it's, I think it's just essential to win the battle of ideas. And this, and this is actually not even just internationally, it's also domestically. We see the resurgence of socialism and the belief in that because we're not winning the battle of ideas domestically or internationally. And it also applies to, it also applies to Islam, that freedom is superior to tyranny, whether it's Chinese communist tyranny or Islamic tyranny or any other kind. Freedom is superior morally and practically, and that's a lesson that needs to be taught again, again, and again. Absolutely. That's all the time we have this week on Unite IE Radio. Tune in next week for another exciting edition. When you're in an auto accident, you want quality repairs done as fast as possible. All you need is All-Star. For 20 years, CarStar, All-Star Collision, and Corona has delivered quality work and customer service with honesty and integrity. So when the inevitable happens to you, all you need is CarStar, All-Star Collision. 951-279-9161. Mention AM590 and get a free rental car for up to five days or $100 off your repairs. CarStar, All-Star Collision, the kings of wreck and roll. 951-279-9161. Hi, this is Ed Hoffman with Summit Funding and host of the main event, Heard Weekends, right here on AM590, The Answer. By now, I'm sure you've all been hearing about the fact that mortgage rates have dropped a whole percentage point in the last 12 months. So what does that mean to you? Well, if you own a home, it means we can possibly, one, reduce your payment, two, pull out cash and pay off other bills, and then further reduce your payment, or three, we can possibly reduce the term of your loan and get your home paid off years earlier than you planned. If you're over 62 considering a reverse mortgage, the lower the interest rates are, the more money you get on a reverse mortgage. And if you haven't even inquired about a reverse, you owe it to yourself to investigate this tremendous financing option. So if you're thinking about any of these, the time to act is now. For more information, call me at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020. One last time, 855-640-2020. Or go to edhoffman.net and click on the Summit Funding logo. Ed Hoffman, NMLS ID number 9921. California DRE ID number 1016. Arizona, NLO license number 092639. Branch NMLS ID number 1841782. Summit Funding Incorporated, NMLS ID number 3199. Arizona license number 0925837. Equal housing opportunity. AM 590. The answer.